Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 111 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm Heather Brooker, your hostess with the mostest, and I'm really excited about today's episode. Jenny Poulos from Bravo's Flipping Out is going to be on the show today talking about season 10. Can you believe it? They're on season 10, and we've got a lot of fun things to discuss with her as well as she has a new baby girl, Oh, and I'm so excited to hear more about it. Here we go, guys. Come on, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hey, everyone. I hope you're having a great week. Uh, my week has been going pretty well. We are squeezing in lots of last-minute summer adventures before uh, school begins. School actually starts this week, which is so crazy to me. It's the middle of August, and this is Channing's um, official like last year of preschool, so she's in pre-K now. And we start in like three days. When I was growing up, I feel like we started school in September, right? Like, am I dating myself? Pro- probably. But like, I, f- I feel like it was after uh, Labor Day that we went back to school and September was back to school time. But no, here, um, and maybe I think across the country, it's starting earlier and earlier. And, you know, I personally am in favor of a year round uh, school situation, only because I feel like there's so much to learn. And in the summer, all we really do is just kind of go to the pool and go to the beach and, you know, that sort of thing, which you can still do. You can totally still do that. I just think for me personally, I would not be opposed to a year round school situation, just for the record. Um, Anyway, so we went to the fair, the OC fair last week. We actually spent a lot of time in Orange County, which is something we don't get to do very often. Went down to Orange County. We visited this place called Tanaka Farms. It's an all natural farm um, place where you can literally pick the food off of the vines and eat it and try it. And then they have like a little farmer's market area. It's so great. I've been trying to get us out of our comfort zone a little bit in LA, go and try new things. We live in such a wonderfully diverse area with lots of fun things to do, but it's hard when you get stuck in your routine and your day-to-day life. It's good, I think, to branch out and see what the world has to offer. Okay. Anyway, um, oh, so I've almost forgot. If you uh, have Netflix, then you should check out Atypical, the new show Atypical. It stars Jennifer Jason Lee and Keir, Gil- Keir Gilchrist. Sorry, Keir. Keir Gilchrist. Um, and also yours truly, Heather Brooker. That's right. I'm on one of the episodes. I believe it's episode three of Atypical, if you want to check that out. I actually shot it last December and was so excited to be a part of the show because it's so smart and different. I've never seen anything like it um, out there. So I'd love for you guys to check it out and then tweet at Netflix <laughs> and tweet tweet at Atypical to bring um, Heather Brooker back. Okay. <laughs> we'll just peer pressure them into bringing me back on their show. Um, anyway. Okay. So that's it uh, for my mommy monologue today. I want to get to this interview with Jenny Poulos. She is so lovely. It is beyond inspirational, you guys. So get ready for some real talk and some uplifting um, conversation here with Jenny Poulos, the star of Bravo's Flipping Out.
Hey, everybody. It's such a pleasure to have Jenny Poulos on the show today from Bravo's Flipping Out. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Did I say your last name right? I am always afraid I'm going to mess up someone's name. You did name. it. Okay, good. You did it, girl. Poulos, yes. Poulos. And that's Greek, right? It is, yes. It's very Greek. And <laughs> although my family, they started the old spaghetti factory. So, what? you know, Greeks doing Italian stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my in gosh. The 70s. I love that place. Yeah, it's good times. Good, <laughs> good eats, good atmosphere, and uh, my yaya, she did the mazithra cheese back at, at Christmas, you know, 40-something years ago, and here we are, so. Oh, I love that. That's so cool. Little, a little, I don't know if people know that about you. Little fun fact. There yeah, you go. fun fact about Jenny. Um, so I have to say, you are kind of having a moment right now, because you just had a baby girl. And you're also about to go into season 10 of Bravo's Flipping Out. Like, congratulations on all fronts, lady. That is, those are quite huge accomplishments. Well, thank you. I, uh, it's amazing that we're here and that we've, (laughs) you know, done 10 years of television and that our loyal viewers have stuck around for our crazy, you know, adventure of a ride with Jeff's life and you know sometimes my own and so yeah grateful is really the word that comes to mind and also just you know you never know how life's gonna work out so when you're down don't let don't get too down because things can turn around and that you know is kind of my story (laughs) yeah I love that and well I wanted to ask you did, did I think I read that you actually came up with the idea for flipping out is that right well, nobody could come up with Jeff Lewis, but, um, <laughs> you know, when, yeah. you, when you break the mold like that, I can't take credit for that, that lovely piece of human. But um, I, uh, my ex-husband and I developed a presentation tape, and I talked Jeff into being on that. It was called The Wannabes, mm-hmm. and it was going to be about our life as struggling actors and me as a wannabe rapper, and we had a, a project where I played the man and my ex-husband was the woman. And so I begged Jeff to just be our part-time boss on camera, which he was, this was true. And, um, he finally agreed to do it. He was actually annoyed at one of the subcontractors. And so I got him at a weak moment. He said, fine, just leave me alone. We got to go inside, you know? And so (laughs) then we shot another presentation, which was being shopped at the same time. And, and Bravo saw Jeff Lewis and bought, hit flipping out so kind of yes to the uh i don't know that he would have ever really sought out this particular uh like a reality show himself yeah <laughs> so that's again it's kind of uh you know uh when i wrote my book a uh, few years back uh my co-author kathleen king who's been a big part of my life she just always would say to me bloom where you're planted mm-hmm. you know it's a gardening tip but also a bible verse and so i think we've both managed to do that you know you bloom where you're planted and so my advice always to people is if you have an a dream you know you don't let that go but but do really good at where you're at and and most likely you're going to get to where you want to be so um that's kind of the the story of this show and and we've We've had our lives very public for a long time and, you know, not always things we wanted to share. I definitely didn't want to really share about IVF, but then I've always been up against, well, do you share the good stuff in addition and the hard stuff in addition to help people? And, you know, I with the IVF, I know many people have reached out and said, I never knew about this procedure IUI. Now, 
uh, my wife and I just had twins and, you know, so, so I'm happy that I guess my life became a little more public and less private, but you know, there's moments where you, you kind of would, would rather maybe that it was even more private, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if I could hug you right now, I totally would. I love what you just said about bloom where you're planted because it's something that I've been talking a lot about on this show actually is sort of, cause I'm an actor too. I came out to LA to be an actor, uh, as many people do. Yes. And very good. You slowly start finding yourself, um, in other areas where you're like, Hey, I'm really succeeding in this area and I'm really enjoying it. And what, what does this mean for my dreams? And do I have to give up on my dreams? Do I change them? Um, and that sort of thing. And it's something I've been struggling with a lot lately as motherhood in Hollywood continues to grow and take off. And, um, so actually I love, I love what you just said about, well, that. I think it's incorporation, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's about incorporating other areas because really, you know, even great design, it's telling a story and how do you mm-hmm. build on that story and your story needs to be specific and it needs to have a lot of, you know, a lot of work put into it. So, you know, you can learn same thing with how you built this. It's all about, you know, the process of it. And I was just actually watching, I love Oprah's Super Soul Sunday, but I was watching uh, this short last night and it was so phenomenal. This guy, he's a young filmmaker and he was talking about, you know, do you do anything kinda in your life? If you kinda do it, then you're kinda going to get that result. And he mm-hmm. was saying that in a study of, of people that were kind of at the end of their life, you know, um, elderly or, or suffering disease, they said, I always regret that I didn't try some of my things that were dreams in my heart because I thought I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, that for me flipping out was not really something when I walked into it that I was proud of. I was a struggling actor and I really wasn't working, but this day job was going to become what I was known for. That was a a sobering pill to swallow. So my advice would be to people, you know, create things, don't be scared and work hard, run your own race. And, you know, things will happen for you. And you could quite frankly be right back to what you had wanted. It just may be a different road. So, you know. Do you find that you still want to act? Is there acting? Absolutely. Yes. And I'm uh, developing some scripted projects now. Oh, so great. stay tuned. But yes, absolutely. And uh, I've been working towards that, you know, throughout this whole process. My husband always says too, he's like, everything is a means to an end. He's like, so maybe right now in this season, you know, the, the podcast and website and all the things that are happening around it are a means to the end, which is also to, you know, further acting, further my acting career and all that stuff. So I have to, it's hard to, it's a great reminder to keep things in perspective in that way. Cause you, once you're kind of doing something and you're like, I don't know if I'm on the right path and I don't know if this is what I'm supposed to do. You know, we're all wondering what are we supposed to do in life? But see, doubt is not your friend. Right. You know, I think it's right. just keep doing the great things that you're doing down this path and that will lead to the next. And, you know, I know Jeff has experienced that in his own life, which you've seen through the seasons of the show. And mm-hmm. I think there's been so much honesty there that that's why the viewer comes back to it. I mean, when the market crashed, he had to reinvent himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was not he did not really set out to be a designer. He was more. Yes, he designed his own homes, but he was in the real nitty gritty of the flip and that was his love and passion well he had to do something else because there was no choice for a while and now he's gotten a beautiful marriage of the two and by learning that other skill it's only helped him 
going back to flipping because he's an incredible designer now because he's lived it and he trusts more that he knows how to do it and his confidence, you know, has grown in it. Um, and also, you know, then now with his products. So it was all a road, but had he been really beaten down by when the market crashed, you know, he wouldn't be here today. So that's, that's kind of, I think everybody's, you can look at that anyway in your own profession and, and kind of build on that. You know, my husband's a physician and I I see, oh gosh, what a different career than Mm -hmm. mine. Yeah. There's so many similarities, you know, he's got to work, 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 and then let go. And, you know, as, as creative people, it's the same thing. You've got to work, 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 and then let go. Oh, that's so hard though. Especially when it's something so personal that you're so invested in, you know? Right. But you got to kind of not be the control freak when you're an artist, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to, to let go. And so that's, it's an interesting correlation actually, you know, what is it about your relationship with Jeff that you think works? Um, because you guys have been, had some doozy fights, some big fights, some arguments, some, um, you know, moments of, um, being close together and good friends. Like it's kind of an ebb and flow with you guys, odd couple sort of almost like an odd couple kind of relationship. What, what is it about you guys that works? I think we both respect each other's work ethic and respect that how hard things are. And, you know, his he, his dad, same, as the same as my parents, um, grew up teaching him that, you know, you pick up garbage, you do whatever it takes, and mm-hmm. you don't have an ego about things. And I think when everything else, even when we weren't getting along personally, you know, we wanted the work to be great whether that was, you know, in his business or obviously we have another thing to think about too, which is the show. So we wanted people to keep coming back to it. So I think that brought us through and ultimately, you know, we do have a very, uh, special connection. I look at him as, as family, as well as, you know, he's, he's taught me a lot in his own right and, um, hopefully vice versa. And, you know, I, I think that any partnership or relationship or marriage, you're really unrealistic if you say that there's, you don't go through some dark times, but it's really staying the course. Mm -hmm. And I, that's why I always look at people when they say married 35 years or 42 years and, or even working for the same company, you think that is an accomplishment Mm -hmm. right there. You know, mother of four, you know, kids are grown, did it. They're all (laughs) on their way. That is an accomplishment. Everyone survived. (laughs) Right here. There's no such thing as, you know, a stay-at-home mom. That's a full-time, most important job. So I think that that deeper connection and then, you know, along the way, forgiveness and that's always something about a relationship. Um, You know, we, I've never been the one to tell Jeff, you know, okay, yes, yes, yes. I I disagree with him quite often. And ultimately the same with him when he's given me advice. And I think you respect someone and they're really your friend when you give them a a straight, honest call. And I believe the same about being a parent, you know, I, you can't always be your, your kid's best friend. And if you are, you're really not their best friend. So that that's kind of, I think also what's gotten us through. I have a tremendous respect for his work and how much he cares about it. And so, you know, again, I think that he never, ever will 
let his client down who will go the extra mile. And I think those are things that I learned with my family, even with the old spaghetti factory, they wanted the customer to have the best experience. They wanted them to always, you know, really feel loved when they left. And I think he's like that with his clients and his own homes. So coming up on season 10 now, what, um, what is there left to do? What have I feel like you guys have done it all. What, what can we expect for this next season? <laughs> we have done it all, you know, we're, the, uh, we're those old shoes in the closet, I like to say it, bravo, Jeff says that too, oh, you know, funny. They're, they're worn in, but people still coming back coming back to really love it you know we're we're glad about it uh well obviously jeff and gage have the baby so Mm -hmm. that's a very exciting few episodes and there are some employee changes Mm -hmm. once again uh i know i feel like i say that every year but it (laughs) is true uh and some very big employee changes this year and very dramatic and i think you see jeff really and gage coming into their own trying to balance being fathers and maintain the work life and the stress of it and working out of their home in addition to having a colicky baby get ready for Ooh. the rock yes do yes. You, was there and then a, we go any... to uh, florida oh. in, uh, later in the season to uh, uh interview to work with the queen of versailles their home if you ever saw that documentary yes. it's a thousand square foot house yes. in windermere florida so that's a very fascinating episode leah black is one of our clients this year she's phenomenal Mm -hmm. and zany and a smart businesswoman great tv Uh, and some of our return clients that are also really wonderful that we possibly do some investment uh you know possibilities with so one of those is Jeannie shaw who is married to tommy shaw she's been in previous seasons so there's a lot there's a lot (laughs) it's a very full wonderful season and i really hope if you've, you know, been a fan of flipping out and maybe not uh, tuned in the last few years, it'll you'll really enjoy this year. It's so worth the watch. Was there ever a point when um, you see Jeff uh, struggling with that newborn <clears throat> stage where you're like, ha ha? <laughs> Were you like, welcome to my world? Was there ever a point? It's the whole season. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. And with Gage as well. And you just have to, you know, you breathe for, you'll see you breathe through the TV going, oh, I've been there. You know, even with your own relationship, you know, between the two of them. Mm -hmm. And so I just kept saying, you know, it's going to get better. And, but what was sweet about them is they said well we don't want this phase to go by too fast and you know they're still trying to enjoy it but you know it's it's just a balance but they are having the time of their life and it's so wonderful to see them you know in love with something else more than themselves as that is (laughs) the best thing about a parent (laughs) right right? is is that release of you know really it's not all about you anymore it's not all about you yeah it's a a great thing that's a big hurdle when people oh it's a huge hurdle it's not even just the ego part of it it's just the day-to-day things oh well i'm not going to get a shower today you know that kind of thing just give up on that give up on that right now um oh look at there's french fries smashed into the bottom of my purse okay you know Yeah, so. it's just it's just the way life is uh... and finding the right help I know you understand that too because if you are working that was something that that's a hurdle you'll see on the show as well you know so yeah. it's, and it, it, it listen it, that's winning the lottery too you know I, I said don't judge the fact <clears throat> that it's hard because you know sometimes people get lucky they have the same person but uh, more often than not you go through people it's it, once again it's dating to find the right fit yes. for your family yes. and somebody you can trust and so 
that is very important and it's a, a hard lesson that we learned too. Um, we feel very fortunate though, because we had a lot of really wonderful friends who are also, who are also actors, but they are actors who are young and not married and love the idea of playing with someone else's kid. <laughs> so they would just come over totally. and play auntie for a few hours while mom went to an audition or whatever, you know? Um, so I was really lucky in that way. Uh, That's wonderful. Sure. <laughs> I'll take advantage you have to of my find friends. The, you know, you find the balance. And, you know, for me, I've felt that I found someone great to help with uh, my daughter, you know, and now my second daughter. Mm-hmm. And she has been as much a part of making my daughter's life whole as I have. I mean, and so I think there's two ways to look at it you know, oh, you're not there, you know, no, this is a village, as people say, Mm -hmm. and how wonderful that they've had this relationship now that I know my daughter will take for the rest of her life, and vice versa with Monica, you know, they've, they've really developed a love and a friendship and a bond, so why not have two awesome moms, you know, that's cool, I'm good with that, you know, and, and yet I think my daughter and I are, are closer than, we couldn't be any closer. So, uh, it's, it's been for me, you know, I always knew that I, I still was going to work and how do you not really feel guilt around that, but also totally give everything you can to your child. And so that's why when it's about Aliana, it's about Aliana. And now of course, Georgia, which that's a balance, you know, she's been doing really aw- uh, amazing as a big sister, but there's those moments much like the other day when I was cooking Aliana's dinner, I said, can you help mommy and put George's passy back in her mouth? And I look over and the foot is just in the face. <laughs> so the foot, with the, the wubba nub passy is it. Aliana, what are you doing? I'm helping mommy. I'm helping. <laughs> we don't use our bare foot in her, in her face and in her mouth. Oh okay. no. Well, I was going to ask you, so I was going to ask you like, um, you mentioned earlier how open you've been um, with your fertility issues and that sort of thing. Did you have any fertility issues with your first daughter? You know, I we had gotten pregnant and mm-hmm. then I had a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. And so when I was going in to see when we could try to get pregnant again, because they say give yourself a little time. In sure. I did the blood test and everything else. And then my doctor called me that evening and said, honey, this is eerie, but you're pregnant again and this time Whoa. it's viable. So we were always wondering, there's something called a vanishing twin. I don't know if you've heard of that, but I have. Mm-hmm. we were wondering there was really <clears throat> such a small space in between. We don't know. It was pretty much a straight up miracle. So that was then the story with Aliana. So, you know, we, again, I can talk for days uh, about spirituality versus science, and I'm married to a doctor. My brother-in-law is an ER physician, and sometimes there's just things that you can't explain. And my husband said he always learned in medicine, uh, you know, through all his training that there is the only absolute medicine is there is no absolute. So Hmm. here we are, you know, and uh, i had Aliana and she was healthy and we were grateful. And then we tried again naturally, obviously for a while, a few more miscarriages. Then we went to IUI, which is kind of the step before IVF and did two of those failed. Uh, then we went to IVF, had an unsuccessful cycle, even though in the beginning was looking very, very promising. So that was when I was really at the saddest point, And that was actually last year on the show. And I had a very, very interesting moment that I think is important to share for people that 
this year, you know, they started airing the show again, and I was holding Georgia, watching the episode where I was crying, saying the doctor says I have no chance. Oh. You know, so, so it's it's such a miracle, totally and completely, that this baby is here. And I hear so many stories of the same, and I hear the stories of people how they tried to adopt one baby and then they got brought to this other baby. And I really believe that you know the soul chooses. You know, you will be meant to be where you're supposed to be. And and, you know, that's a a hard lesson. It's it's a hard thing. And it's easier said now. Okay, you can say that now because you have your baby. But, you know, I, I would say to people repeatedly, if you're going to go down this road, you've got to let go and trust. And whatever the outcome is, you've got to trust and you've really got to let go and put everything you have into it blindly you know love is blind you get hurt in your life you go through relationships you you sometimes you know divorce why did this happen this way and then five years later you go oh now I understand why Mm -hmm. you know or somewhat I get it and that's how I think for for us this journey was because it's been very you know it's been a road to get to both girls but I see them together and I know you know god willing they'll have each other forever and live both long lives and uh so it was all totally worth it and you know I look at the same thing as in my relationship with Jeff and the the kind of birth of this show and how it was very different you know I was going for Saturday Night Live and had a one-woman show Oh yeah yeah it was a very different trajectory in my own mind but you know what we we can plot and plan all day but there is something bigger than us that's in control and you can choose to believe that or not Mm -hmm. but you know that I do believe that that. applies to going outside and thanking God you get in the car and that somebody doesn't run a stop sign you know what I mean right so, uh, so there we go. So that's kind of been the journey, but it's been difficult. And I will say that you start to really realize how, what a miracle it is to even get pregnant and have a baby, just really the body, is. the way it, everything works and comes together. And it's, it's really a, a process. So you have to be grateful when, when, when you actually make it to the finish line and, and, you know, we were prepared to adopt and, uh, who knows if that would ever even be an option still, but at this moment we're enjoying that, you know, we had this one little girl and she was really our miracle. She was the one embryo and there was a 50, 50 chance that she, you know, would take and, and that the transfer would be successful. So, I, I credit uh, a wonderful man, Dr. Daniel Potter, who also had worked with Jeff and Gage and uh, Megan Edmonds, too, on uh, The Real Housewives of, of Orange County. Mm-hmm. He is just he loves being a scientist and he loves to he was my champion. You know, he just didn't want to take no for an answer. But he also what I loved about him is he said, we're going to need a miracle. Mm-hmm. And uh, that to me resonated, you know, and he did some sports analogies. So we got to throw a long, <laughs> you know, long bomb into the end zone. But never was there a moment that I didn't feel protected in their care or championed. And you need that with the process. Definitely in general of being pregnant, I think, but also with IVF because it's emotional. You know, it, it really is. I have to say, this has probably been one of the most inspirational podcast episodes that I've done. Seriously, everything you're saying is so wonderful. And quite frankly, just on a personal level, things that I needed to hear at this point in my life. And so um, I am just so grateful that you took the time to talk with us. I know your plate is probably very full with your um, next season coming out right now. So 
Um, truly, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Thank you. And rock star moms, keep 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 on keeping mom. Keep on keeping mom. Keep on keeping moms. <laughs> okay. Well, you take care and please make sure that everybody checks out Flipping Out. It, it premieres this Thursday night. This Thursday night, you guys, Flipping Out, August 17th on Bravo. I'm going to put information up uh, on motherhoodinhollywood.com as well as info on where you can follow Jenny on all her social media sites. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Mama funny. Balls.